Well, it is Monday, the first day of the week, as many of us call it today, and uh, we hope that you have an exciting day today. I hope that uh, you're going to have an exciting week and that for you, the best is yet to come. So today on our program, uh, we want to deal with uh, what's relevant and current in our news today. Uh, Many of you have already heard the news. Uh, Mike Pence is now stricken with COVID-19. We see that uh, this administration has continued to uh, not be wise as it relates to the COVID-19. And as I was sitting here thinking about uh, what's going on with COVID-19, here you have uh, the gentleman who is over the COVID task force and he has contracted the coronavirus Uh, because other people in his camp uh, have been infected with the coronavirus. And instead of him following the CDC guidelines to quarantine, he decided to continue to travel and do the bidding of President Trump. Uh, It is amazing to me that for political reasons and just for the sake of being right, the entire Republican Party and those that lead the party and those that are in the party, they want to go against the science, and yet they want to say that uh, COVID is real now. However, they don't want to follow the CDC guidelines. Now, I don't understand people, you can believe what you want to believe, but there has to be a reality check. And when I listen to Trump supporters, and when I listen to people in this election cycle, I I am just daily taken back by the responses that I hear, the blatant lies that people will believe. And it often leads me to wonder, what is it internally where people, it's almost like a Jim Jones syndrome, where a lot of, many of these Trump supporters, irregardless of what they see with their own eyes and what they hear with their own ears, They're interpreting the information and following the information from a non-realistic point of view. Um, They don't want to wear masks. They don't care that President Trump knew about the virus in end of January, February. He knew the virus was airborne. He knew the virus was four to, I believe, five times deadlier than the flu. He knew that it was highly contagious and that it was spreading and that it was dangerous. And he holds this information back because he says he didn't want the American people to panic. <clears throat> and, and so I'm going to have the same conversation with you all that I had with someone else that said that it wasn't the president's fault. Now, we're not saying that the president directly is responsible for killing anyone. But I want you to consider this for a moment. Let's say you've been sick a little bit. You've been feeling under the weather. Uh, you go to your doctor. Your doctor says, well, you know, I I don't know what's wrong with you, uh, but your, your blood levels seem off. I'm going to send you to an oncologist. You go to the oncologist. They run tests. The oncologist tells you uh, when the test comes back, they're going to give you the results. 
uh, the oncologist gets the test and he sees that you have uh, stage three colon cancer, which is still treatable. Well, this doctor makes the decision that on the next appointment, he's not going to share with you the test results and he's going to tell you, well, you know, you're just a little bit under the weather. Um, you have a flu bug or you have some other kind of condition, but I'm going to give you some medication and you'll be okay. You go home believing what the doctor said. You take the medication and, you know, you, you do somewhat what the doctor tells you, but you don't know that you have stage three cancer that's treatable. And as time goes on, you get sicker and sicker and uh, you decide to go to another doctor for a second opinion. And the new doctor you go to tests you and tells you, I've got some bad news for you. Um, your test results have come back and now you have stage four cancer. And you mentioned to the doctor that you went to a previous oncologist and the doctor gets all the records from that uh, doctor, your medical history. And he notes in the medical history that the doctor diagnosed you eight months ago with stage three colon cancer. And the doctor says to you, well, I see that you were diagnosed eight months ago with uh, stage three colon rectal cancer. What kind of treatment were you on? I don't see any treatment in you. You say to the doctor, no, I was never diagnosed with uh, stage three colon cancer. And so you find out through the process of time that the previous doctor knew you had stage three. It could have been treated and possibly prevented. But the doctor said he didn't want you to panic. He wanted you to go home and live with your family, live your life regular. Didn't want you to do any treatments because he believed that it was just going to magically go away. And now you're at stage four cancer and the doctor tells you you only have three months to live. Now, I'm sure that you would say the previous doctor was negligent. You would be upset. You probably would try to sue. You'd probably be going through all type of emotional heartaches and emotional situations because this doctor took it upon his or herself to not give you the information related to your condition. And this is, in fact, what President Trump has done, because President Trump had all the information on the virus and yet he did nothing to protect America. Uh, he didn't mandate masks. He didn't have a plan. And he was telling people that it wasn't as bad as the flu. He was telling people that it was going to go away, that the cases were down, giving all type of erroneous information. And yet the Trump supporters who, as we all remember, Herman Cain, who was an avid Trump supporter and Republican who they didn't even mention during the Republican National Convention who died of COVID-19, several other people within this administration, within the White House. Now uh, we've had uh, Vice President Pence's people who have contracted COVID, now Vice President Pence. And instead of this man quarantining, we see him traveling around the country with COVID, no doubt he had COVID because if he was diagnosed today, He's had COVID for a while and he's been flying around on Air Force Two with a staff of people. He's been uh, going to crowds and he's been campaigning instead of quarantining. So I want you to look at this. We have the president of the United States. We have the first lady of the United States. We have one of the first sons of the United States. We have our vice president, 
We have people within the staff and administration. We have the Republican Senate. We have all these people who have contracted COVID-19 and yet and still they are having rally after rally because they don't care about the people. And yet the people are supporting them because there's something deep inside them that they don't want to be wrong or there's such vitriol and hatred. <clears throat> and th- then to hear on some of the interviews that uh, these news reporters will speak to some of the Trump voters and they say, well, if it's my time to die, it's just my time to die. I'm not going to fear COVID. And I want you to think about how selfish within itself that comment is, because number one, maybe you don't care about yourself. And it's, it's interesting when you bring up these points, people don't want to go to the base truth. Now, on the one hand, you say you don't care if you die, if you contract COVID and die. But yet and still, most people will say committing suicide is a, a travesty. And in some places, they uh, some arenas in the church world, they'll say that it's a sin. Uh, other people don't agree with it. People taking their their laws against doctors, helping individuals at the end of their life to die. Um you know, if, if you help someone to die, you can you can um, you can be prosecuted uh, if you murder yourself and you have an insurance policy, depending upon how long you've had that insurance policy, you can lose the benefits. But yet and still, Trump supporters know that this is a deadly virus and they're walking around saying that, well, if it's my time to go, then it's my time to go. And what is interesting about that is that it is such a selfish statement because it's not so much you, but you you can have COVID and you're making a decision for me because you've decided that it's OK for you to die. And you know that the virus is contagious and that I could catch it and I could take it home to my mother or my children, my companion, my my grandparents. And so you have no regard for the person standing next to you. It is such a selfish thing to do because you want to be right. Now, uh, there's nothing that this president does and that that his supporters go against. And then on top of that, you have the lying Republican Senate, Lindsey Graham. Uh, you have uh, uh, all of these Republicans, uh, Mitch McConnell all on tape during the time of Merrick Garland's uh, confirmation, who didn't even get an opportunity to be voted on because they said you shouldn't do it in an election cycle. Lying Ted Cruz, you know, Ted Cruz, if he was my father, I I would disown him because this man allowed President Trump on national TV to talk about this man's wife. And if if my dad allowed another man to talk about my mom and call her ugly and then turn around and support him, you have shown me that you're not a man that I want to live after. You're not someone that I want to resemble. But here you have the Republican Party and all these people. Lindsey Graham says it's on tape. Show me the tape, because if it's a last uh, term or we're in an election cycle with with President Trump, we will not have a vote on a Supreme Court justice. But now you want to say that, well, because the uh, Senate is in control by the Republicans. But when you go back during the time of history and Abraham Lincoln, you had the same situation and Lincoln did not vote on a Supreme Court justice. 
We should be waiting because the American, you guys are always talking about the American people and their wants. It's not the American people that you're worried about. You're worried about your constituency and people who think like you. Because overwhelmingly, the American people want the next president, whether it is Trump or whether it's Biden, to choose the Supreme Court justice. You have a pandemic that is killing hundreds of thousands of people, infecting millions of people. And instead of handling the business of the people to make sure that aid is given to the people, you're focused on getting a Supreme Court justice so you can overturn Obamacare, which, again, Trump supporters are so blind in this election cycle. I don't I don't even want to call them Republicans because Republicans that I know from uh, John McCain's era, Mitt Romney, Ronald Reagan, the Bushes, they didn't think like this. But these Republicans are so close minded and they're Trump Trump supporters that are so close minded during a pandemic. You want to take away Obamacare and he doesn't even have a health care plan. They believe that he's going to be able to do something about pre-existing conditions. But what they don't understand is because it is a law, <coughs> excuse me, the only way to get rid of Obamacare, you have to get rid of the entire uh, law, which includes pre-existing conditions. And then you have to put into place through legislation, a new health care plan. That is not going to be instantaneous or overnight. First of all, there has to be a plan to bring to the House and the Senate. There is no Republican plan. They've had all these years to make a plan and they don't have a plan to replace. They used to always say replace and re uh, repeal and replace. There is no plan that they have. If they take it away, many of the same people that are saying take it away, these people will lose insurance for their children. They'll lose their insurance and they'll have pre-existing conditions. And all of the people who have COVID-19, pre-existing conditions. Women, pre-existing conditions. Which means your premiums will be extremely high and your care will be less. If you even have insurance. And they don't realize it because they're so blind. And if you come from a biblical perspective, there's a scripture that talks about uh, because they had a not a love for the truth, God would send them a strong delusion that they would believe a lie rather than the truth. And it is amazing if you look at footage after footage of Trump supporters, Trump can say something that is totally false that everyone knows, and yet they believe him. And many people, from the Christian standpoint of view, they throw out everything in Christianity, everything in the Bible for one issue, abortion. Now, I had an interesting discussion with uh, uh, a Trump supporter and a, a Republican, and we were talking about um, abortion. Now, I don't believe in abortion because I am a Christian, but I believe every person has a right to live their life the way they want to, and they have to deal with God. But the conversation I had with them, as I said, you talk about protecting an innocent life. I said, now, a couple issues about it. Number one, you're fighting for a baby or a child or a living creature that's not even in the world. And yet you have people that are in the world that you hate. You have people in the world who are here that are socially in, uh, being treated with injustice and you do nothing about. 
You fight for the life of the child that you don't know, but you do nothing for all the children that are here that are suffering. You don't want to have programs. These same people who want to fight for abortion rights uh, to not have abortions. These same people, when those children get here, they don't want to have programs to help the mothers. They don't want to have programs to help the children. And then when the child gets in trouble because they live in poverty in many cases, because those who don't want the children, a lot of times they're poor and what have you. They come to this world. There's no programs to help them to raise the children, provide for the children. The children, through peer pressure and living in poverty and then living in ghettos where there's no economic opportunity, they get in trouble, they enter into the criminal justice system, and then they go to the death chamber or the electric chair, and you don't fight for their life then. So you'll fight for their life before they get here, but you believe in the death penalty. So I, and I said to the individual from a biblical standpoint of view, the Bible doesn't say thou shall not kill an innocent life. The Bible says thou shall not kill. So he tried to say to me, well, this innocent person ain't done nothing. No, you cannot make that determination. God didn't give you the right through the Bible to say that you have a right to take a law just because the, the state or the government makes a law it doesn't mean that that law is God's law. And it's very interesting because this same, these same church people will say when they said not to go into the churches, they said, we better obey God than man. But then when it comes to the death penalty, they will say, well, that's the law of the land and we're required to obey the law of the land. You see, it's not about them wanting to have truth. It's about them wanting their viewpoints to stand. It's about them being right and never being wrong. And they're being right at the expense of themselves and others. You see, there's a Republican Party that is pushing through this nominee for the Supreme Court. All they want is a person on the court that's going to overturn Obamacare, take away the right for reproductive uh, uh protections and roll back every benefit that is for the common people. The Republican party is not for the middle class. If you don't make over 200 something thousand dollars, there's not one policy that president Trump that has, has affected you. Then I listened to all of this mess about there's no systemic racism. Uh, everyone has the same opportunity. That is a lie. Everyone does not have the same opportunity. There are still places where black people and and people of color minorities cannot live in this society. There are certain rural communities that you cannot live in. I, it doesn't matter that there is a law on the book when the police departments and those in, in power don't follow the law. We have here an incident in Louisville, Kentucky, where the attorney general lied about the Breonna Taylor case. He said he presented the charges and he did not because he was trying to hide behind anonymity and didn't realize that two of the jurors were going to speak out. Now he has been exposed and it's also been exposed that the, the bullet that shot the police officer did not come from the gentleman's gun. He was shot by another police officer. 
So when we look at what's going on and then you have those on the other side of the Democratic side or those that are, I won't even call them Democrats, but you have those on the other side who are not going to be in the election cycle. They're not going to vote because they say their vote don't matter. You have a lot of brainwashed African-Americans and minorities. I don't understand for the life of me why Cubans and any Hispanic group would support Donald Trump when he talks about you. Don't believe the lie. It is important that you research information and find out what the truth is. Well, today we've talked about a lot. Make sure you follow us. Make sure you share this. Make sure you like it. Leave comments. Uh, If you want to get in touch with us, please get in touch with us at clapback770 at gmail.com. That's clapback770 at gmail.com. Thank you once again for listening. Until next time, have a wonderful Monday.